Welcome to the Watershed Teaching Podcast. Watershed is the high school ministry of Perimeter Church in Johns Creek, Georgia. Perimeter Church is part of the Presbyterian Church in America. Watershed is a place where we hope high school students would connect, receive, and transform. We want to see students connect with God and others through healthy community, receive His truth through gospel-centered, grace-based teaching, and be transformed by the gospel to then go transform their world. Thank you for downloading this podcast. For more information, please visit us at www.perimeter.org slash watershed. Hey guys, I know that this is kind of weird you hearing from me on this channel on YouTube, but this is what we're going to be doing for, for the time being. And my prayer, my hope is that you're still going to be blessed by this, that you'll still be encouraged by God's word, and that you would still find time to carve out time to watch this video, to show this video with your friends, and to spend time on your word. So what we're gonna do, we're just gonna jump right in because we're continuing our series that Jeff kicked us off in last week, Sacred Heart, where we're studying the Psalms, where we're hearing from God's word and, and praying that we can understand just how fully loved we are by Him. So I'm gonna jump right in. This is Psalm 19. It says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There's no speech, nor their words, whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them. And there's nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. Who can discern his errors, declaring innocent from hidden faults? Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So I love this word, but here's the question I want to ask you right now. And this is coming from verse 14. It says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock, my redeemer. The question is this, what does it mean to meditate? Much less meditate in such a way that's acceptable in the sight of the Lord. When I think about meditation, my mind will go to that guy who's in a cave by himself, just yelling out, mmm, over and over and over again for no apparent reason. Just know that's not what I'm talking about when, when I'm talking about meditating. When, when I'm talking about meditating, when I think the Word is talking about meditating, I think it's referring to focusing. And for us, the best way for us to focus, the, the best way that I think is acceptable in the sight of, sight of God is to focus on His Word. Now, when you think about focusing, uh, maybe you think about a camera. I'm not a professional photographer, but I don't want to brag. I did take a photography class senior year of high school. And my teacher explained the importance of focusing, that if we wanted to focus in on a subject, that we would have to zoom in. 
and adjust as necessary. And if we want to take a landscape type picture, we'd have to zoom out and adjust as necessary. For us, when we spend time in the Word, when we meditate on the Word and focus, it's the same thing. You can use chapter 19 as an example. Verse 1, the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. Zoom in on that verse. Meditate on it. Read it over and over again. What we're reading is that God is the Creator, that He created all things and that the heavens declare the glory of God, that the sky above proclaims His handiwork. And then you can zoom out and remember what God says in Genesis 1 and 2, the creation story. How He created the skies and the earth, the seas, the animals, the birds, you and me, and declares it to be very good. You can read in verses 7 through 9, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving His soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. You zoom in, read those over and over and over again, and you see that God is good. Those adjectives, perfect, sure, right, pure, describe a God who is very good. And then, of course, in 14, David refers to God as my rock and my redeemer. When we read that verse and we have the opportunity to zoom out, we can see that in verse 14, not only is it calling us to meditate, to focus on this word, but to focus on the truth that Jesus is our rock and our redeemer. He is the rock whom we stand on. He is the one who redeems us. We're called to focus on the Word of God. We're called to focus on Jesus, who is the Word become flesh. And we know this, when we focus on God, we know that He is good. You've heard it said that God is good all the time, and all the time He is good. What about now? What about today? We're in unprecedented times where we're having to have this conversation over YouTube. We're having uh, times where we're quarantined at home, where we, we look at the news and we're bombarded with fear. Let's turn to Psalm 46. And this is what God says, because I believe this truth, that when we focus on God, when we focus on His, on His Word, not only do we realize that God is good, but we recognize the truth that He is here with us. This is Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob 
is our fortress. Yes, God is good, but here's the truth. We're not promised good things. We aren't promised that life is going to be easy. We're not promised that we're not going to struggle, that we're not going to deal with hurt and pain and loss this side of eternity. But what we are promised is that if we put our faith and trust in Jesus, who is the Word become flesh, we're promised two things. One, eternal life. And two, that He is with us. 46.1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. You see, the, the psalmist isn't looking to God in the future to help. He's, he's looking to a God who is there, who is very present, God who is his refuge and strength. Because if you keep reading just these next verses, he begins to use this imagery, uh, the mountains moving, waters roaring and foaming, the mountains trembling. This isn't the imagery of someone who has his life together, for someone who is surrounded by joy. This is someone who is surrounded by, by hurt and struggle and pain. But he knows that God is there, that God is his refuge, that God is his strength. And he says this in verse 7 and again in verse 11, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. One of my favorite movies of 2019 was Avengers Endgame, and that might be cliche, but it is what it is. But I love the scene where they're in that final battle and, and all seems lost. Thanos has just beaten Captain America and Thor and Iron Man. The, the Avengers seem defeated, and then all of a sudden, everyone's attention turns to the sky. The cannons start shooting towards the heavens, and you see this, just, this flame come out of the sky, and you know it's Captain Marvel who is arguably the strongest, most powerful being in the universe. And she crashes through the ship, destroying it. The ship crashes to the ground, and you see Rocky, you see the Avengers begin to cheer because for the first time in this fight, they have hope. They have a sense of victory. You see, you and I are similar in a sense where we get to turn to God, but the difference is we're not turning to God hoping that he's gonna win a battle we get to turn to the one who has already won the war. The enemy has been defeated. Sin has been defeated. In these hard times, and these times aren't hard, are hard, I don't wanna make light of that. But in these hard times, we get to turn to God who has already defeated the enemy. We get to turn to God who has already won the war. So I wanna encourage you to do two things. Today, tomorrow, and the weeks ahead, I want you to spend time in God's word daily, focusing on his word, reading it over and over again. If something doesn't make sense, read it again. This isn't a race. We're not developing uh, skills to read the word fast. We're listening to God. We're meditating on his word. And then two, I want you to focus on this truth, that in Jesus, who is our rock, who is our refuge, who is our salvation, we have victory. We're praying for you, we love you, we're here for you, whether on social media, on YouTube, or even on phone call, we're here for you, we love you. Let me pray. Jesus, thank you so much for the opportunity to still be able to hear from you and your word, even here on YouTube. We thank you that you've given us your word, but we thank you even more that you gave us Jesus in whom we have victory. 
We love you. In your name we pray. Amen. Love y'all.